there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. It's like Travis always says, it's time to cosplay as a person who has their shit together. I love that. Yeah. That's totally what I, that's totally what I did when the last time I went to Comic-Con yeah. in LA. I was just a normal person that had my shit together. Cosplay like a person who has your shit together. Yeah. That's what I do every day. Yeah. Every day. I mean, sometimes I feel like I do and then universe tells me otherwise it's fine it's fine the universe is a bitch a fickle bitch she is a vindictive bitch so yes happy new year everybody happy new year 2023 dear god the world hasn't imploded yet basically we know of (laughs) Basically. We still have a few more days. We've been hiding. Probably. Um, <laughs> have I you assume, been hiding as well? I, You know I hide <laughs> just as sport. Because oh. if somebody invites me to anything, I'm like, totally not going to show up. <laughs> totally not going to show up. I love how you go, totally. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> not going to show up. No. If you invite me to a party, I will send my warmest regards and regrets that That I can't make it. But thanks for the invite. But thank you so much for that. And I love you. Uh Uh So do you have any podcast business for the new year of 2023? No, but we have been... Um, what are you fucking with over there with your hands? Okay. I'm sorry. Can you hear it? Yeah. Shit. No, it's fine. I just needed to know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm fidgeter. (laughs) We have been, um, teasing of all these new and new like, and changes to the pod. So I feel like at some point, um, we will do that. We will do that. I am RSVPing. Yes. Um, basically. We just don't have the um, the marriage announcements out yet uh, that we will be. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. For me, it's just a lack of mental bandwidth at this point. No, I get that. And I, I 100% uh, totally understand. Need more space on the hard drive. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yep. <clears throat> oh, yes. Because right now it's flashing that warning thing on screen. <laughs> that's like, bitch. Stop it. <laughs> and sometimes, Shan, um, at one point in your life, you were very much the person that was like, yeah, my check engine light's been on for some time now. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We <laughs> and, just drive until it, everything explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now you're like, well, no. Yeah. So I'm, it's fine. I'm trying it to be will, better. We will have some really cool stuff going on at some point. Yeah, just hang with us until then. 2023. Yeah. And we're just going to 
we're just going to surprise y'all with it. We're, we're, it's going to be great. It's going to be really cool, though. It's going to be awesome. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So. Yes. Listen. Listen. Go. This case I'm going to do today. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a shorty because there's just not a whole lot of information. Okay. This is a case that you know. And the reason why you know it is because it's from our hometown and it is the case that made us want to start a podcast. <gasps> okay. 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 So I'm going to issue a trigger warning for this is a missing child, potentially murdered child. Mm-hmm. And no one seems to remember it. So it's kind of been lost mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. And the reason, the only reason that we know about it, because we never heard about it growing up, we never mm, got any information on it or anything like that. The only reason we know about it is because our friends at Oklahoma Cold Case Files put up just the smallest blurb mm-hmm. in like September or or October 2021 mm-hmm. about this case. And it happened to mention our hometown. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So Shy and I started talking about it. And it's bananas for a couple of reasons. Here's the thing. This is still considered a missing persons case. Mm-hmm. Um, we can discuss why we think that might be Total nonsense. Right. Uh, But also, I have the original police report, and I'm going to read it to you. And it sort of differs in the account that is out there on, like, the Charlie Project. Okay. And NamUs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It differs enough that you're like... Where did this information on the Charlie Project come from? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So okay. we're going to sort of look at that, too. All right. Okay. So this is an oldie. This is yep. a seven-month baby that was allegedly abducted in June of 82. Right. June of 1982. So this is the story of Shannon Ketron. Okay. Okay. And in June of 82, Shannon is living with his mom, Anne, in our hometown in Buffalo, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that don't know, uh, for those of the 13 listeners that aren't also from our hometown, (laughs) um, Buffalo is in the far northwest corner of the state. So it's right at the part of the state where the panhandle area starts. Yeah, so like at the edge. Yeah, right at the edge of the panhandle, right near the border of Kansas. Mm-hmm. Just kind of up there in the middle of nowhere. So Anne and Shannon are living in Buffalo during this time. The father, Dustin Ketron, is incarcerated at this time for some petty theft and burglary charges. He went into the correction system in late May of 1982, and by June 17th, his baby is gone. Hmm. Okay? Okay. 
So it's a very short time span for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, At this point in time, Anne and Dustin are both 22 years old. So they're a young couple with a young baby. And on June 17th, Anne and the baby Shannon are said to have been traveling from Anne's home in Buffalo down to Lawton to visit friends. Okay? Okay. So Lawton is in the southwest part of the state. That's a long drive. It is a long drive. With an infant in the car by yourself. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to read the police report because this is what was reported on June 17th to the Washita County Sheriff. All right. <clears throat> so at about 5.45 p.m., Washita County Sheriff's Department received a notification of a reported child stealing from about four miles south of Cordell. Okay. So Cordell is over by Weatherford mm-hmm. in that area. Near I-40. Near I-40. Mm-hmm. The reporting party, which is Anne, the mother, was calling from JJ's Cafe in Rocky. And Rocky is just a little hole in the road near Cordell. Right. So the sheriff's department drives out to Rocky to speak with the mother, who is identified as Anne C. Ketron, uh, domiciled in Buffalo, Oklahoma. Mrs. Ketron advised that she had pulled onto a county road to use the bathroom. When she returned to her car, she checked on the welfare of her seven and a half month old baby in a baby seat in the passenger seat of her silver 1978 Trans Am. Hmm. She left the passenger door open and walked to the trunk and opened it. At this time, a white male driving a pea green colored late model GMC half ton pickup mm-hmm. rolled up behind her, got out, and walked up to her and asked her if she had car trouble. She advised no. He then told her that she looked like his ex wife, Barbara. Okay. He then grasped the back of her neck and squeezed her. She then became semi-conscious and fell to the ground on her back. Mm -hmm. The assailant then stepped over her and went to the passenger side of her car, removed the baby and some baby articles and a U.S. Marine Corps bag and left in his GMC pickup. The baby is a white male, seven and a half months old, sandy-colored hair, named Shannon Patrick Ketron. That is the whole report, and that is the entire police file. Uh, uh, um, mm -hmm. Okay. That is the whole thing. Um, Where's the rest of it? (laughs) Yeah. So, as we understand just from personal accounts from people that lived in our hometown at this time, Mm -hmm. 
there was an investigation done by either the OSBI or the FBI. Mm-hmm. They were kind of conflicting. Right. And that people were interviewed by whatever agency took this over. Um, we don't have that information. Mm-hmm. This is the report from the Washtenaw County Sheriff's Department. Yeah. Out near Cordell. But where did this kid go is the question. Right. And what happened in that time frame after Dustin, the husband, went to prison? Right. What what was going on there? Um, I have a hard time believing that a random man is just stole a baby out of a car. Right. After incapacitating a woman on the side of the road mm-hmm. in broad daylight because, at f- you know, at five something p.m. In June. In June. Mm-hmm. It's still bright outside. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah. Both Anne and Dustin are deceased now. Okay. Um, there is very little media coverage from this time mm-hmm. about this. Uh, a child stealing. Right. The whole story about him. I mean, I could see that he would incapacitate her and rob her. But unless they didn't, unless he and his wife or whoever didn't have children. Why steal a baby? I don't know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird, right? Yeah. Because she's making it almost sound as if it was... Uh, premeditated, but how did he know? If she's never seen this man, how did he know that she had a child in the car? Yeah, and if she was just traveling randomly between two city, two towns that are very far away from each other mm-hmm. in Oklahoma, you stop to take a leak mm-hmm. on the side of a dirt road somewhere, and it just so happens that somebody pulls up behind you and steals your baby? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. At all. No, it doesn't. And so there, there's some anecdotal evidence, just v- very limited information, mm-hmm. that this U.S. Marine Corps bag that she had was really important to her because she was in the Marines. Okay. She was a a member of the Marine Corps. Okay. When she was younger, from like the age of 18 to 21, I believe. Um, This U.S. Marine Corps bag was really, really important to her, Mm -hmm. and she carried it around a lot. So I just have. I just have a very hard time believing that you're semi-conscious, slightly incapacitated on the ground, and you watch someone take your baby and drive away. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. my question would be, did that baby ever make it out of the town of Buffalo? Um, 
where's this U.S. Marine Corps bag? Mm-hmm. What happened in that house? Yeah. What was going on in that house when mm-hmm. her husband went went to prison? Yeah. Because they stayed married for decades after this. Interesting. Okay. It's just so questionable. It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre that the, it, the whole investigation ends at her report. Yes. And supposedly there were OSBI interviews or FBI interviews, but, I mean, nothing ever came from it. No one remembers any part of her yard being dug up or anything like that. No one recalls uh, anything really coming to fruition from that investigation. Yeah. Um, it's just very, very questionable. So here's the thing. Okay. In... The various missing persons sites. So like the Charlie Project, things like that. Mm -hmm. It is reported that this whole interaction between Anne and an unknown man took place. But this guy knocked her out. And when she woke up, she discovered that the baby was gone. Okay. Okay. Um, it also gives a general description of the man that is not in this original report. It gives a description of the man as having a darker complexion. He's Caucasian with a darker complexion. Standing about 5'10 and weighing 175 pounds. That's fucking specific. Right. That is very, very specific. So, yeah, how did they get that information? Did they talk to somebody in the family? It had to have. Or she gave other interviews somewhere else. Right? And the Harper County records? Maybe. And... It says that at some point she took a polygraph, but results were never released. There's got to be information in Harper County records, potentially, because they maybe have her being a resident of Buffalo. Right. They may have contacted Harper County Sheriff's Department, which... Was my dad was in eighty two? Eighty two. I don't know. I, I it was four. Mm, no, I don't think he was yet. I think that was a few years later. I think it was eight. That was yeah, back it was, in the olden days. Yeah, olden days. Olden days. <laughs> um, but it's it's just so 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 questionable. Because this account completely differs from the original report. Yeah. 
I I would bet that they contacted the family, the Charlie Project did, mm-hmm. or that the family contacted the Charlie Project, maybe. Maybe. And gave them information that Anne had given them at one time. Did they ever have other children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it could have been, you know, information she shared with her children or with brothers and sisters or, you know, family of some yeah. sort that um, they remember and were never able to um, really get anything going. So, yeah, it's just really sad. He's um, at this point would be... Uh, he was born in late 1981, so he would be, you know, 30, no, 41, mm-hmm. 41 now. Yeah. Uh, if he is still alive, yeah, he would be 41 years old. If he is still alive, and this is truly a non-family abduction, he may not know that he was ever missing. Right. I would hope that. Uh, the remaining siblings or sibling of this family has entered their DNA into like Jed match or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. to, you know, if someone, if someone's still alive at the age of 41, you're potentially doing 23 and me and, yeah. or ancestry DNA or whatever. Right. And if you get a DNA match there for someone that is, a full blood sibling mm-hmm. that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. I mean, perhaps it's possible. It's possible. Crazier things have happened. DNA man, it's solving everything. It's you know, solving it's, everything. It's helping. So, yeah. So, anyway, I alluded to the fact that this was the case that made us want to start a podcast mm-hmm. back in the day. Yes. And this case, I came across it on Oklahoma Cold Cases on Facebook. Um, Some ladies run that. One of them is a criminologist. The other one is a a trained PI, I think. And they get cold case information from either the OSBI or the FBI or whatever, specifically pertaining to Oklahoma. Okay. And they post cases all the time to try to uh, reinvigorate the case, right? Mm-hmm. This case just happened to be, to be posted, and it was like a two-sentence blurb. <laughs> this baby was on his way with his mom between Buffalo and Lawton mm-hmm. on this date, and he was abducted. Right. That's all it was, right? basically. So I take a screenshot, I send it to Shy. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Do you know about this? And I was like, uh, no. No. Never in my life. I wasn't even born yet. I don't think my mom lived there at that time. <laughs> but nope. we had family there. I was there. Yeah. I was four years old. Yeah. So I was like asking some family members, like our cousins that are older than us and stuff like that. Like, do you remember this person? Do you remember that person? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, spill the tea. Yeah. Tell us about the old cases, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But shortly after we talked about this, 
Shy and I had family dinner together and we were like, what? we should totally do a podcast. What if? We should totally do a podcast. Totally. And I personally want to solve this case, but I don't have the time and I don't have the investigative reporting skills <laughs> at all because I would just go strong arm people and start digging up yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to see this solved in one way or another. I certainly hope that he is alive and he has been raised by a good family. Yeah. And just never knew that he was anyone else besides who they tell him he is. I hope that that's the case. Right. The story is so suspect Mm -hmm. that I can't, to me, it just screams Casey Anthony vibes. It, it does. Yes. And she was found not guilty, but come on. I just have a hard time believing that 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 story is the way it went down. Yeah. And it could be 22 other things, but I hope he's alive. I don't feel that way, though. Right. But um, is, I mean, more often than not, it is um, the case where that child is no longer right living right um and that something um awful has happened to the baby more often than not yes because Um, we know that stranger danger is a fallacy even though the biggest stories get blown up to make you fearful for strangers around your children right in most cases Violence against children is perpetrated by people they know. Uh-huh. And in the family. And in the family. Mm-hmm. So take that for what you will. Yes. That's just a criminal justice statistic, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Keep protecting your kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. Totally. Don't let them just run up to strangers and be like, let's go to your house and play. No. Yeah. No. 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 Like, y- common sense, people. Yeah. If you don't know how to have common sense talk with shannon and i will teach you common sense <laughs> there are people out there that don't have it we'll it's try fun. we'll try <laughs> but this case of shannon ketrin missing is living in my heart it's mm-hmm. been living in my heart now for over a year yep and if you have any information on it mm-hmm. if you're from uh, shit, the Cordell area if you're from the buffalo area mm-hmm. and you were alive and kicking in 81 I would love to have information if you have information on the case. Um, If you know who might have an actual legitimate case file, I would love to see it. Yeah. I won't take any pictures. I would just love to see it and commit it to memory. And if you know any of the investigators that worked on this case, I would love to talk to them. Just for my own personal information, they don't have to come on the podcast. They don't have to be recorded. But if they want to be. Yeah. You know, we, we won't. Uh, <laughs> I'm just nosy, um, mostly. I just want to know. We won't keep that from you. Like, if you want to come on the pod and have your voice heard and talk about it. Hey, man. Yeah. Bring it. Let's go. I just so, honestly don't think it was when my dad was there. I don't think so either. I think it was later. Yeah. I do too. So... It is what it is. Yep, it's fine. But 
that's my uh, shorty for this week. And I'll post some pictures on the Instagram. That's a good one. I mean, for this, it's you can tell us what you think. I yeah. mean, feel free to comment on any of our posts and tell us what you think. Please be polite and respectful, obviously. Right. Buffalo's a small town, you guys. Like, let's be. It is. And there's still a lot of family around that area. Yeah. Um, like, let's be respectful of them. So let's try and help them figure out what happened. Regardless of what happened, it's a hard time for sure. anyone. Yeah. So we want to just, you know, bring resolution, get some um, closure for the people that. I know you said Anne and Dustin are are deceased now, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's family that. Oh yeah, there's still family there. Yeah, that extended loved, family that loved little baby Shannon too. So yep, keep it classy. Them. Yeah, keep it classy. Okay, that's all I have. But I enjoyed that very much. Thank you for bringing that to the forefront of our little town. You're welcome. Our little hometown. You're welcome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Shy. Thanks, Shan. If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore OK underscore pod.